I mean, I'm not stunned because I, you know, it's a, I think between his age and the fact that we're 17 years in mm-hmm. the, the idea that this could happen after any season was a possibility. I would not have guessed that Nick Saban's final game was going to be that game against Michigan uh, yeah. w- a week and a half ago. Like I, I, di- I didn't think, you know, I, I thought he had at least one more year in him. And I also, uh, I also kind of thought there was a chance that Nick Saban might go the Derek Jeter, Kobe Bryant route with the an- announced date. You know, this, this is my final year and he gets the retirement gift at every stadium and he gets the recognition from the SEC for what he's done. This is a little bit more like a vivid memory I have when I was younger was being around Florida fans when they learned that Steve Spurrier had been hired by Washington mm. and was not going to come back to Florida. And this is because I imagine for Alabama fans like me, you know, they knew this day was going to w- w- was going to be here, but I don't think they thought 2025 was going to be a season where Alabama w- was without Nick Saban. And yeah, tw- yeah, the 2024 season was going to be the the, the first year without uh, Nick Saban. And you know, with with everything uh, that that's changed in the world of college football, you've also got you know you've, you've got to keep in mind who, who knows what the roster will look mm. like for whoever the new coach is uh, at Alabama uh, th- this season. Because the transfer portal, to, to your point, Dan, the transfer portal does open back up for Alabama players now that there's a head coaching change uh, here. Um, I think they have, what, a month? Is there a, uh, 30 days? 30 days to do that. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, to uh, to to make their decision, make their moves, I guess, and, and, and decide if they want to go into the portal or not. Nathan? Your reaction to to Saban stepping down, I mean, I think the big thing for all of us so far that we've taught is just the suddenness, you know, like Dan said, like not getting, he's not getting the victory tour. He's just like, nope, I'm out. Bye, y'all. Yeah, you and I were talking about it before we got rolling. This this had been, I guess, floated around a little bit, um, I think particularly in coaching circles for Mm -hmm. the better part of the last month. both my parents went to Bama and when I was home for Christmas, I mentioned that to them and my mom said, well, they say that every year. Um, and she's not wrong. And I said, yes, not but wrong. the, yes, but these people do not say this every yeah. year. Um, it, it takes away, I think the big, like trying to, to take, to take a step back. Alabama's not going anywhere. Right. As a program right away. Um, in terms of recruiting, it, it'd be difficult to see them fall off very much because they're so established um, in terms of an on the field presence, especially with the 12th team playoff coming up. I don't I don't see them going away anywhere in terms of prominence every year. You know, they're, they're probably still going to have a chance to to compete for championships in that aspect. But it does take away this level of certainty that we have had in the sport for like 15 years of, yep. well, Bama's going to be there. And, and in the playoff era, it was, well, you know, they're going to, you know, Bama's going to have an opportunity to be in the, in the top four, even with a couple instances where people would say that that shouldn't have been the case. Now, regardless of who the coach is, you're, you're just not going to feel that way. It's going to feel like, 
and maybe I'm sliding Michigan a little bit here about, but, it, uh, you know, the Harbaugh stuff is still up in the air, but it's going to feel like Georgia. It's going to mm-hmm. feel like Ohio state are the ones you're just going to expect. Like you should be one of the best teams in the country every year. And who else? They're, they're, they're sort of this void. And as I'm sure we're going to get into that void is not going to be felt anywhere larger in terms of a college program than Auburn, because while everyone's had to deal with this, everyone and had to deal with is the wrong is the wrong way to put it. Greatest college coach of all time. But while every college program has kind of groaned at Alabama being good over and over and over again, um, it's been it's it's different for Auburn people. They not you had Alabama doing what they did. And for at the end of his reign for Kirby Smart to start to come up as well. Um, it's been a rough go of it for for Auburn to be going against a couple elite programs, and those happen to be their two biggest rivals. Not saying that's not going to be the case now. Not saying Alabama's not going to stay elite. They probably have a pretty yeah. good chance of doing so. This just feels like this feels like an opportunity, and it's not a simple one right. at all, at all. But it feels like it, it's such a new. It's going to be such a new era of the Iron Bowl now and it feels like something that auburn it feels like the next 10 11 months on on on, on auburn's campus for for that coaching staff and that team are going to be kind of crucial to for the health of their program moving okay. forward because it, yeah i'm glad you said that because i it, i, I kind of want to go off of that right here but you know we've talked about it on our podcast there are several reasons why hugh freeze got hired as auburn's head coach and recruiting was a big one his offensive prowess was another one another one of his reasons is that he showed that he could beat nick saban and he could beat alabama and it's interesting to me that in his first year he should have beaten alabama he should have beaten nick saban um and now he's not getting another opportunity to do that but like you said nathan there's there's an opportunity here because if Alabama's not going to be quite the same ultra dominant, super consistent force, they they could still be. But I mean, I think a lot of it it wasn't just the fact that Alabama recruits at a super high level; it's that they develop really well, and that Nick Saban's the best to ever do it. Right? You're changing that big factor, and it, we don't know what it's going to look like on the other side. But you know, kind of in your opinion, you you just said it like this is a big opportunity for Auburn in, in the next eleven months. I don't think you're saying they have to go win in Bryant Denny in November, but when you talk about trying to catch up with Alabama and trying to become a contender again, what what do, in your opinion what do you think this opportunity represents for this team and for this program that you know has been they they've done a lot in the last twelve months, thirteen, fourteen months already to position themselves to contend again like a lot of this has been all you know a lot of what auburn has done from a administrative and a coaching and a program and a culture standpoint is we got to beat alabama we got to be we got to be like those guys again you know at their at their level now now that's going to look very different so what do you think this opportunity looks like for auburn and, and how how do they need to handle it? yeah i mean in the in the short term it's continuing the recruiting uptick um you know, Ryan Williams, I think, was probably the first name that came to mind for a lot of Auburn fans uh, when they saw this news. Uh, I think as as yeah, as large as Nick Saban has loomed over this rivalry, I think people are really looking forward to that. And then an hour later, he decides to decommit. 
the stability there, I, I think, is is the biggest thing for Auburn. You're like you said, you're not going to just suddenly rise up and and compete in the SEC because Alabama might take a step back. Look, every other SEC coach, all fourteen other ones now, because you're not counting you're not counting Alabama's, they're all licking their chops too. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all saying there's something we could do here, and there may be a little bit of a power shift going on in the SEC. Now we'll see how that changes depending on who gets hired, but you cannot afford for this to be a clunky and and sort of you know ill-inspiring offseason at Auburn. You have to feel like you are continuing to to head on an upward trajectory, um, because at the end of the day. Like you said, Ferg, like Saban, the recruiting is unbelievable. Look, number one or number two class every year since 2019. I'm sure even more behind that, but that was the one that's just mind blowing. I mean, um, yeah, he, he, I mean, he had his first full class at Alabama was number one in the like, he, yeah. it was very rarely that he wasn't in number one or number two if he ever was. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, but you, unless you're Georgia, like you're not touching that. Like Ohio until, State can't even touch that. Ohio State can't even do it. Um, because you have people like Oregon and Texas who come in and do it. And so, but here's the thing, if you're Auburn, you haven't needed, you haven't needed comparable talent to compete. You haven't needed comparable talent to win. Uh, now, mainly that's been in Jordan Hare stadium, but and, Mich- and Michigan just shows, shows you, you can win a championship yes. with that. Like, you know, yes. they recruit really, yes. really well, but they're not, but that is that talent gap thing that freeze always comes back to. Is still is still point number one. Get get as close as possible as you as you as you can with that. But I mean, and we're going to talk about you know the we're going to talk about the Ron Roberts thing later. And I, I kind of think of him when I think about that fourth and thirty one play. Hmm. Um, it's like you and I talk about sometimes, Ferg. Like when you zoom way out and, and you say you know, increase your talent, blah blah blah, all this stuff you have to do. Um, and then you zoom way in and you say. Still got to defend a fourth down and 31. It's like the whole NIL thing. Oh, we can pay and blah, 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 and get more talent and make sure we have a good collective. If you miss a block on the edge, you're still going to have a negative you know, four-yard loss on first down. Like it's So that aspect of things, I, th- I think recruiting is going to be fine. I think I think Freeze is going to continue to go at a top seven, top eight level unless something drastically changes. Um, you got to give this, you got to give this fan base a reason to think that they're going to improve offensively. Next season, I think, is the is the big point. But zooming way out from that, you have to look at this and say, surely the Iron Bowl is not going to go the same way it has of late because they're losing streak right now, four straight games. It's Alabama is is Alabama's longest winning streak in this series since right before Bear Bryant retired, and then things really changed under Pat Dye.